Welcome to the Sustainability Agenda podcast. My name is Fergal Byrne. Every week I speak to leading figures from the world of sustainability and explore the sustainability agenda in marketing and strategy, technology, innovation, investment and finance. We look at the latest thinking, what's working and the future and evolution of the sustainability agenda. So when we think about our sustainability strategy, it really is built right in with the 3M innovation improving every life. So that really defines our purpose to improve lives and really be able to think beyond where we have been uh, and more holistically about sustainability for the company and for our customers. So that that part, um, because it really comes from the top, it's built into the vision statement. It's something that everyone can buy into and see see themselves, see their own work as being a part of fulfilling this vision. That really has helped us to make sustainability um, a broader sense of what everyone does and for them to see themselves in it. We also have a new goal on engaging communities where we have manufacturing facilities in water-scarce or water-stressed areas of the world. So we've mapped our over 100 manufacturing facilities where they are and in relation to the WRI tool that defines water-scarce and water-stressed areas. And we're looking at that for each facility to have a community-wide approach to water management so that we don't use water uh, in those areas without understanding how our use of water impacts the community. I'm very pleased today to introduce Jean Bennington-Sweeney to the Sustainability Agenda podcast. Jean is Chief Sustainability Officer for 3M. She's held a wide variety of positions at the company in product development, manufacturing and business management. Today, Ms. Sweeney is responsible for 3M environment, health, safety and sustainability programs globally, covering over 200 facilities, and the development and implementation of corporate sustainability strategies in collaboration with 3M employees, suppliers, customers and stakeholders globally. Thank you very much, Jean, for taking the time today to speak to the Sustainability Agenda podcast. Thank you, Fergo. I'm very happy to be able to participate. Great. So uh, I'm really looking forward to talking to you about the, the work that you do and uh, the sustainability initiatives of 3M, uh, which I know are, are you've been uh, involved in for many years. Uh, maybe just to start with, can you tell me a little bit about uh, your role uh, in, in 3M? Uh, at 3M, my role is a, as Chief Sustainability Officer and Vice President for Corporate Social Responsibility. And that really is my role to help the corporation, help our employees understand the broad, uh, holistic uh, look of sustainability and how so many things that we're doing in the company is really part of how we want to participate as a, as a contributor to a more sustainable world. And oftentimes people think of sustainability being mostly about being green or environmental. And a lot of my work is really helping our employees to see that sustainability is much broader than that. And it really touches really almost everything that we do in the company, including our ability to connect with our customers. Right. That's fascinating. Um, as you say, it, 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 once upon a time, I guess, it, it tended to be uh, smaller and, and, and maybe in some cases silos, parts of it, and maybe even associated with CSR and separate parts of an organization. But as you point out, it's, it's become much broader now and uh, in, in, in leading companies has become something that's integrated across the business uh, in, in, in different ways. Um, can you talk a little bit about how, how, how you look at sustainability and how you, you, you define it uh, in, in, in 3M? Our sustainability journey really began in, um, in our operation. So for many years, for decades, we've been working to reduce our environmental impact by reducing our waste, reducing our use of water, uh, becoming more energy efficient, um, and maximize our human resources. So that, as a manufacturing company, that was an easy concept for, the, for our employees and for our leadership to, to grasp is to understand that reducing our environmental impact um, is good for the company because it saves us money. And also it's good for the planet because we're uh, more responsibly using uh, the natural resources that are available to us. 
So we really started our sustainability journey there because it's been a part of what we do for decades. And then our work really began to think about how we expand that thinking um, to go to a more broader sense in other areas of sustainability. So we'll probably look next at our R&D organization and how we develop products. So looking at products that, first of all, is probably thinking around um, using bio-based materials or recycled materials, things like that. But now we're thinking more broadly, not only about the materials that we use, but in addition to that, to think of ways that we can create products that provide a sustainability advantage for the customers or a sustainability solution so that when they use the 3M product, they're able to reduce waste or reduce uh, energy or to be more um, efficient with water in their own operations uh, and, and how they, you know, what they do for, for their, how they serve their customers. So that was like the next step, and then really going now beyond that to thinking again more holistically the whole organization about who we are and how we live the 3M values as a part of being part of our sustainability journey. That's fascinating. Uh, see the evolution, as you say, and uh, clearly a, a lot of this comes from the top of the organization and senior leadership. Uh, and equally, uh, as you go forward, and uh, it becomes increasingly important to have the whole organization on the same uh, wavelength, as it were, with respect to sustainability. Can you talk a little bit about how that has happened and the journey to uh, integrate sustainability more broadly and more sustainability values, and I, I guess the cultural aspects? Yeah, the, the, creating a more sustainable um, at, um that process in the company really has been aided and uh, enhanced by our vision statement that our CEO established about five years ago. And our vision statement really has our sustainability strategy built right into the vision statement. So if I read our vision statement to you, it's 3M technology advancing every company, 3M products enhancing every home, 3M innovation improving every life. So when we think about our sustainability strategy, it really is built right in with the 3M innovation improving every life. So that really defines our purpose to improve lives and really be able to think beyond where we have been uh, and more holistically about sustainability for the company and for our customers. So that, that part, um, because it really comes from the top, it's built into the vision statement. It's something that everyone can buy into and see see themselves, see their own work as being a part of fulfilling this vision. That really has helped us to make sustainability um, a broader sense of what everyone does and for them to see themselves in it. Oftentimes, people don't realize that what they're doing is a part of sustainability because perhaps we haven't associated the word sustainability to their work. Um, but through this vision statement, um, when we think about the innovation improving every life, we can see that is sustainability. That is our strategy for sustainability. And every employee can see what they're doing as being a part of that vision statement and therefore a part of sustainability. That's great. That's great. And I, I know that uh, purpose uh, is very important at 3M. Can you talk about the connection or how the relationship, shall we say, between uh, being a purpose-driven, uh, purpose-led organization and sustainability, the connections? We believe it's a very strong connection, the, the connection between sustainability and purpose. And uh, again, going back to our vision statement, people can see that connection, but we really define it as collaboration and innovation and empowering individuals. Um, so we have a, a very unique corporate culture that drives the capability of all of our employees um, to use their personal time in the work that they do, but also what we call our 15% culture, which means that 3Mers can actually work for time, their own time to follow their own ideas and insights in pursuit of innovation and improving lives. And it's out of this um, time that really many of our greatest innovations in the company have come from, where something really creative and unexpected has happened that allows us to innovate new products that are new to the world. So the purpose um, comes at a very core 
to who who we are as a company and, and, and the drive that our individuals, our employees have to do more with what they have and to be able to really be creative. Um, so it's not just in the R&D organization, but it's in everything that we do as a company. And at improving lives is certainly um, a, a purpose that everyone can buy into because everyone wants to be a part of that and then they can translate that to their own work. Yes. But that purpose is um, easily understood by our employees. Right, right. That's interesting. How do you draw the line um, between uh, innovation that's, you know, interesting, that, you know, may come out with a product that, you know, people like um, and, and, and that innovation that is literally, you know, making the world a better place directly through, you know, the kind of what we would understand today as, you know, uh, ESG issues or your know, climate change or, or very specific environmental issues. Because uh, I guess if you, the, the, the often seems to me when people talk about sustainability that the possibility of it, it being very broadly defined and then it, it becomes always interested to know how, how, how do you know, uh, how do you think about that? How do you draw the line and if that makes sense? We focus, well, first of all, we gain a lot of information from customer insights of um, looking at um, market research, looking at what some of the, you know, starting with maybe this, uh, sustainable development goals or our own internal sustainability goals, but really understanding what our what challenges our customers are having and around um, their sustainability issues, and then trying to match 3M technology as a way to help our customers solve their sustainability challenges. So it's really a connection with our customers of using our, our creativity and technology. We have um, 46 technology platforms that we use in the company in a variety of ways and different unique combinations that create these solutions for our customers. So primarily that's the way we look at it is how we can use our creativity to help solve the pro problems and challenges that our customers are facing. And so those customers can be Consumers, but those many of most of our customers are actually other companies around the world who um, are uh, working in various different areas. Of, obviously, because we have a wide, broad range of customers, but helping our customers solve their sustainability challenges is really where we're focused, and that can be done in a wide variety of ways. Great, great. That's very interesting. Now, you you mentioned uh, the science um, and the R and D side of things. And uh, certainly, uh, I, I often hear a lot of people talking about, you know, technology for good, um, I, less, less perhaps about science for good or, or, or that idea. And I know that uh, at 3M, you talk about uh, science of purpose and uh, this idea of, of, of science and, uh, you know, science underlying uh, sustainability and, and making people's, uh, you know, lives better, as, as you say. Can you talk a little bit about these ideas and how they've evolved at 3M? Well, science has always been, a, you know, at the core of the company. Uh, we, in fact, it's in our, um, our brand, a 3M Science Applied to Life. That science is the root of what we do. We take the, add creativity to science to create new products that can't be imagined by anyone else. Um, and a lot of these products uh, really help our customers to, to do things they couldn't otherwise do. So that our technical community within the company is very large. We have a lot of different scientists from, um, with many different talents and uh, educational backgrounds. And these challenges that they're looking at are just ways to bring um, creativity to, to our products to help our customers. Uh, so that science is at the root of what we do. Um, and because we have known for a 113 year history of our company that our technologies have proven to be very effective in many different ways in many different marketplaces to solve some of the world's biggest challenges, whether it be in healthcare or consumer or electrical markets. Um, we're, we're in almost every market around the world, and we bring some very unique technology to that that is based on the science and technologies that we have invented within the company.
right? And and um, this community, it, um, sustainability matters to them. Can you talk a little bit about that side of things, the, the, the benefits to, that in your view to having employees uh, and a senior uh, team, scientists and so forth uh, involved in, in sustainability, uh, engaged and, 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 you know, with this purpose behind it? Sustainability, I think, has really been a great way to engage employees um, because it, it, every employee likes to feel that they're working for, for something bigger <clears throat> bigger than just what they do every day. Um, and sustainability and the, pur the purpose of improving lives is really uh, drives employee engagement. Uh, certainly, our, the, the younger generation that, we're, that, that are new hires and probably in the last 10, 15 years, they feel strongly that they want to have a critical role in improving lives around the world and to be a part of that. And when we look at matching our technology to, to our ability to do that, it, it means a lot to them. And we, we retain our employees um, probably a, a higher average than most, most companies like us because they, employees really do feel the connectedness that their work is not just uh, a task that they do each day inside the company, but they can see that it has a connection to uh, uh, the larger world in helping to solve some of these great global challenges. Um, I think it's very important for people to feel that connectedness, and we see it in the innovation and creativity of our employees and the products that we're able to introduce to the marketplace every year. And that translates all the way through up to our CEO and everyone in between really feels the, the strong connection that that our mission really is to improve lives and to really help to make a better world. But we do it in a very unique way by bringing our unique technologies to solve those challenges. Right, great. Thanks, Jean. That's, that's very interesting. Uh, big question here. Um, how, how do you measure the impact of 3M sustainability initiatives? Um, and I know that um, you uh, have a sustainable, annual sustainability report, um, and, which, as I understand, is coming out very shortly. And I don't know whether that might be a good opportunity to talk a little bit about, uh, uh, give me an, an overview maybe of uh, what that what might be within that. And, and uh, yeah, just generally how, how you approach this question of measurement and, and how, how, how important it is. We have long time felt that being able to measure our um, progress is very important. We uh, internally we've had uh, waste reduction goals since the mid 70s, but uh, our first public facing goals were in 1990. Uh, so we've been measuring our progress uh, for some time. We've had sustainability goals that we've referred to as sustainability goals since. 2010 was our first set of sustainability goals, which we completed in 2015. And so 2016 is actually was the completion of our first year of our 2025 sustainability goals. So the goals that we have today are very broad compared to what we've had in the past. Our past goals are much more specific to waste reduction, water reduction, energy reduction. So our challenge now is to think more broadly than that, again, going back to a more holistic approach to sustainability. So we've broadened our thinking to um, helping, well, for example, we have a new goal now in, in, the, in our 2025 sustainability goals. We have a goal about helping our customers reduce their greenhouse gas emissions through the use of 3M products. We have a variety of products that actually through the use of these products reduces um, uh, has an energy efficiency advantage. For example, 3M window film is a film that you, that you can put on a window either in a, a large building or in a home that lets the light in, it keeps the heat out and therefore reduces the energy load to cool a, a building or a home on the inside. So that's an example of one product and we have many that really through the use of the product helps our customers meet their goals for reducing their greenhouse gas emissions or energy and or energy efficiency. We also have a new goal around providing training to 5 million people globally on worker and patient safety. This relates to the healthcare business that we have where we provide products to um, doctors and nurses, um, to hospitals around the world 
to make um, the patient experience um, uh, the ability to be become healthy in a much uh, safer place. Uh, through that work, we're able to um, really provide training on how to use 3M products that really work well in these environments, along with our personal safety products like respirators, fall protection, um, hearing protection. So again, there's a, that's a new goal that we have that's very different from what we've had in the past. Um, we've also had a new goal around supply chain of driving supply chain sustainability through targeted raw material traceability and supplier performance assurance. This goal initially is targeted at our forestry products, the products that we've purchased from uh, that are made from wood products. Uh, we, we buy a significant amount of paper, pulp and paper from around the world. We're very concerned about uh, our suppliers acting in a responsible manner as they harvest and process um, these forest products. So that's just an example of what we're doing in supply chain and a new goal. We're continuing to drive our um, reduction of our own greenhouse gas emissions. We, since 2002, we've reduced our own emissions 67%, which is phenomenal. I've not found another company that's made that kind of emission reduction. But our goal going forward is to keep that at 50% below 2002 baseline or greater while we grow our company. And our company is continuing to grow very rapidly. So we think this is a, a very challenging goal for us and we're very much, it drives our R&D, it drives our manufacturing and what we do and think and how the decisions that we make. We also have a new goal on engaging communities where we have manufacturing facilities in water-scarce or water-stressed areas of the world. So we've mapped our over 100 manufacturing facilities where they are in, in relation to the WRI tool that de defines water-scarce and water-stressed areas. And we're looking at that for each facility to have a community-wide approach to water management so that we don't use water uh, in those areas without understanding how our use of water impacts the community. So this is really an outward-facing expectation of a plant manager to have a dialogue in that community about water and about how we can be responsible and how we can help to reuse and make water available. So I mean, this, this is a few examples of some of the, the, the new goals that we have uh, for this 10-year goal period that are different from anything we've had before. And you can see that they're much more externally facing and not just about our own operations, but also about how we play a larger role in the communities where we live and work. Great, that's fascinating. That's, uh, it's really interesting to hear, as you say, the, 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 the broadening out of the, 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 these uh, uh, goals and, and measurements. And, and as you say, the, 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 the power that that has to, 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 to uh, understand what's happening and also, I suppose, to help everybody in the organization understand the impact of their work and the role uh, and how they contribute to, to all of these sustainability uh, initiatives and, and indeed more, more generally. Uh, and that's a, an interesting question, I think, this question of, uh, you know, I, I certainly uh, some time ago, this was a, a big question as to, you know, is there a cost to sustainability or there, there, there seemed to be uh, this idea uh, that, that there was a, a trade off that uh, you, uh, more sustainable uh, companies or more sustainable initiatives would cost and there, therefore there would be a, some kind of financial trade off or that, that kind of idea generally. Um, and I think now there's a body of research that's showing in, in various ways that uh, that uh, sustainability uh, is associated with, with very high levels of corporate performance and also financial performance in terms of uh, not just the companies themselves but in terms of investments um, uh, uh, the company as, a, as, a, as an investment I'm saying so I'm just wondering if you talk a little bit about that that sense of how important that idea is this idea of it being, I guess, a win-win, or this idea that it's uh, this is a, a necessary uh, and also uh, has has a very positive impact on all these different dimensions within the business. It's long been our belief that sustainability is a financial benefit to the corporation, and that was really rooted in 
some long time ago, um, in the mid-70s, when we began a, a program we called Pollution Prevention Pays. And this was back um, mid-70s when the Clean Air Act and the Clean Water Act came into being, when in order to, um, the thinking at the time was that when the, the, the effort was to clean up pollution after you had already made it, and a vice president of our Environment, Health, and Safety Organization at that time, Dr. Joseph Ling, believed that if we prevent that pollution, meaning we don't make it in the first place and we prevent it at the source, that it will not only be better for the planet, but it will save us money. So instead of cleaning it up after we made it, uh, our thinking then at the time was to not make it. So uh, through the years now, this debt program has been in place for 40 years, and it really is the foundation of our sustainability thinking that when we act in a way that um, utilizes, the best utilizes our raw materials and our manufacturing operations, in making them most efficiently, uh, that we will save money. So we have always seen um, through that program, it's long been our history, to understand and to firmly be committed to the idea that sustainability is a financial benefit to the company. So that program began long before anyone was using the word sustainability. But when we started thinking about, well, what does sustainability mean to 3M? My first thought was, well, we've been doing it for 40 years, just that we haven't called it sustainability. So my job in helping to grow and lead our sustainability thinking in the company um, even 10 years ago was to connect the Pollution Prevention Pays program and the money we save there and, and to say that is a sustainability program. Uh, that is what we need to continue to do and we are doing and it does save us money, we can make a better product, make it, make it more efficiently, and best use of our natural resources uh, is, the, is, is sustainability. And we've been doing it for a long time, and we will continue to do it because we have a proven track record. The, that program, 3P, has saved us $2 billion in first-year savings over a 40-year period. And I say first-year savings, we only count the first year, but for majority of those programs, they go on year after year. So it's a very conservative estimate of the savings. Uh, and to be able to, the, and the waste and pollution that we've prevented from the environment is uh, also measures in the millions. So we're really proud of that program. And that really was the basis of the thinking that I was able to do to, to connect 3M employees and management and leadership to understand that we have been doing sustainability. The rest of the world is calling it sustainability. We've called it pollution prevention pays. Now let's continue to grow that and expand our thinking to how we take that to our customers and help them solve their sustainability challenges. So it's an easy connection. Um, and now the challenge is again to more broadly think about sustainability to go beyond our operations. It's a tremendous uh, result um, and uh, uh, great, as you say, to make that connection with something that's deeply embedded in, in, inside the, the, the company. What are the challenges of doing this more broadly and starting to look, as you say, to your clients and the kinds of issues that they are concerned with? I think the challenge now of thinking more holistically about sustainability is again getting every every employee to understand that they have a role and that uh, it's not and their role no matter what they do is engages um, them personally and also our customers so for example um, a lot of the work that I do is meeting with customers so going with our sales teams to meet with customers that are working on whatever their particular challenges are and to bring some sustainability thinking to that conversation and talk about what we've been doing, some of the things that I shared with you about our, our journey, and really help them connect to how that relates to them and, uh, and what's important to them. So it's taking that thinking um, and really continuing to spread it through our employees, our employees so they think outside their own box. They think outside of what they do in their daily tasks to, to have a a bigger picture, and again for them, a more holistic picture 
of how they participate in something larger. Um, and I and we've seen tremendous innovations that have come about from from doing just that. Wow, that's very interesting because, as you uh, pointed out earlier, you have uh, connections and involvement in so many industries, so many different industries. And I'm just wondering, uh, what's your sense of uh, corporate uh, interest in in sustainability across the different industries that you see? Clearly, there are many different drivers, uh, you know, uh, of sustainability. Uh, Regulation has been a big one recently in America. Um, To what extent, uh, generally, do do you think that uh, companies are are, are coming, responding to to the regulations? And to what extent uh, do you see this uh, growing awareness of the, the overall benefits of being more sustainable? In working with other customers, uh, and companies, I think their primary driver is reducing cost and to gain competitive advantage. So when we bring products to them that help them to reduce cost in their operations and, and or to gain competitive advantage for the products that they sell, that, that provides a sustainability benefit. So we're using sustainability as a way to talk to our customers about how we can bring the, our technologies to help them do that. So the drivers from our customers still are the same. I mean, they want to reduce costs. They want to gain competitive advantage. And we continue to do that through the products that we, that we can create for them. The, the broader conversation is really helping our, our people to talk about that in terms of sustainability. So talking about it in terms of the, the global challenges and, um, and of, you know, whatever it might be that might it figure out what's most important to their customers and how we can address them with the customers. So it's really, I think every company is trying to do the same thing. Again, maybe they haven't used the word sustainability around it. Uh, so I think for every customer, we have to customize that discussion so that we, um, we can reach what they want to know and what, they, and what they're trying to do. Right, right. That's very interesting, because um, as as you pointed out, uh, there there are clear win win situations uh, scenarios here where uh, tremendous benefits for companies uh, for pursuing you know uh, more sustainable uh, strategies in terms of as you say lower costs and so forth. Can you talk about some of the more challenging uh, decisions that that have that you've had to make around sustainability, where um, you know where there's have to, have to be some trade offs where uh, sustainability goals, for example, have to be weighed against other important business goals um, and that kind of thing? One example I think speaks well to that, to be, understand what the trade-offs are, is um, our greenhouse gas emissions reductions. Uh, we have, over the last um, 20, 30 years, been reducing our greenhouse gas emissions and have gotten them down to being 67% below what we were at our highest point in 2002. Our challenge now is how do we continue to reduce that Um, because we're at a point where it's going to take innovation and creativity and capital expenditure to take it further uh, and while we're growing the company. So that's why we set our our new goal at 50% below below our 2002 baseline. at the same time growing the company in, in probably in products that have, um, uh, that increase our greenhouse gas emissions in production. So we're really looking at, you know, this kind of thing really drives, is what drives innovation. It's almost like you go into it and you say, okay, at this point, this is where we have to create something new. We don't know what it is, but in order to meet this goal and get there from where we are today, we have to innovate something. And I, so I, I really look at our goals when we get to a point where we get into that trade-off situation, that that's the, that's the point for creativity and opportunity. And that's what really drives our employees to think differently because in order to do this, you can't do it the way you've been doing it. You have to do something different because we still have our financial objectives, we still have our customers to serve, and we can't always keep doing it the same way. So when we get into a trade-off situation, that's what forces that decision, okay, now I have to create something new, and here's an idea. 
And so I've, I have seen tremendous innovation come out of that in the past, and I'm sure that we'll do it again. And we have scientists that are sitting there today saying, there's no way we can make this happen. And I'm looking at them <laughs> and I said, yes, you can. I know you can. You just need to keep thinking about it. Yes. And so it, it's fun. Um, and I, I, I get tr tremendously energized by it because I see the creativity that comes out of our R&D organization. They're capable of so much more than they sometimes even realize. But sometimes it's a little seed of an idea that hadn't really germinated yet and didn't have its place in time until this big problem hit them in the face and they go, okay, let's go back to that seed and see what we can do to make it grow. That's great. Now, 3M has a, a tremendous uh, reputation, a tremendous experience uh, with innovation. And that's something that uh, can be challenging for, for other companies to, to, to master. Uh, but clearly an important part of the, that is, 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 the, is the, a culture of innovation. And uh, can you talk a little bit about the, the culture? Uh, we talked, touched on it earlier, but the culture of, of innovation, but also in, in, in the culture of sustainability and maybe how you help uh, you know, that, that, that culture grow, uh, and maybe the communications and just, just generally your approach there. Our innovation really comes from many different things. And first of all, um, I think one of the greatest assets we have, I mentioned that we have 46 technology platforms. And what's unique about 3M Company, we're in many different businesses, very diverse businesses around the world, is that no, no single business owns these technologies. It's not like business A owns technology ABC and, and you know, separate ownership in silos. What we have is that the technology is owned at the center of the company. And any scientist and uh, product development person can go to any technology and pull that technology into what they're doing. Uh, it's open. It's like an internal open source for technology. So that's, that's what's unique, I think, about 3M and our creativity is that it's like a candy store for a scientist. You can go in and take anything you want out of there and play with it. And there's other scientists who've done other things with it. And you can go talk to them and see what they did. And you start connecting very disparate parts together, putting things together in uncommon ways to make connections that couldn't happen before. One example I like to use is um, our, uh, the dent we have a dental business where we create um, products that dentists use on patients every day. And so they were looking for a way to create a new adhesive for adhering the, the tooth, the artificial tooth onto, into um, a person's mouth. And they needed a unique adhesive. They, they didn't know what they, exactly what it needed to be, but they were looking around the company for unique adhesives. And they went to the automotive aftermarket business who had two-part adhesives that they were using to um, in body repair. So these adhesives were used in large guns, mixing things together and used on body parts. So you normally wouldn't look at a body part of a car to think about how you might use that adhesive in a mouth, but that's what they did. They took that, they looked at that technology because it had the kind of um, characteristics they wanted, and then they, but they transformed it in a way that made it um, met the requirements that they needed in performance and hygiene and, and exposure, whatever it might be, to be used in the human mouth. So the, it, was, it was the creativity. I mean, how many dental products companies can go to the auto body shop to find what they're looking for in creativity? You can't. Only at 3M because we're the only company that does both. Yes, that sounds like an interesting... Uh, how, how did that evolve, This uh, the, these plat platforms as central resources? Well, it evolved really over the course of history, over time. Um, a lot of our... Uh, you know, first products for 3M were were tape, you know, adhesives. But that's where the company really started, abrasive products, sandpaper, and adhesives. And those technologies have just grown over time, and the business has grown to cover, uh, obviously, a much broader range of products than tapes and adhesives to consumer products, healthcare, personal safety, um, many products that are used inside electronics like cell phones and flat screen TVs and, um, and cars. 
So um, you, you can find a 3M product in almost anything. As we commonly say that you're never more than 10 feet away from a 3M product, you just don't know it. <laughs> That's very interesting, interesting way of looking at it. Now, how have investors responded to your sustainability initiatives? Um, and um, can you talk a little bit about uh, maybe just communicating with stakeholders more generally? I've had the opportunity to meet with larger asset management firms uh, that are very interested in our sustainability work. And um, they resonate very well with our sustainability story, just what I've been sharing with you. They see, they describe to me that they see sustainability uh, importance to them in connection to what they do, to um, how we meet our regulatory requirements, how we use sustainability to assess and manage risk and then how we use sustainability to grow the company. And, and I, when the, one asset manager actually said those three things to me, and I said, that's perfect, because that's exactly what we do. We use sustainability to reduce the risk of our materials and our operations. We're always um, working very hard to maintain compliance, regulatory compliance, in, either in manufacturing or in tax, or you know, whatever we do around the world to be always in compliance to the best of our ability. Uh, then also to look at how we use sustainability to grow the company by our connection to our customers and helping our customers solve their sustainability challenges. So investment firms, from my experience, really resonate well with, with sustainability, and particularly because we view sustainability as a way to be more financially responsible and reducing our risk as a company. and that clearly resonates well with investors. Great, great. And this growth phase that you're talking about at the moment, when, when, would that, when, did, when did that really begin? I mean, it's been there, uh, uh, I guess, for, for quite a while, but become a, a significant focus, as you say, on your journey. It become more, more about that. I mean, once you've hit the other objectives as well. I'm not sure I quite caught that. You, you were breaking up a little bit, so I'm not sure I caught the question. I'm sorry. Um, oh, don't worry. We can leave that one. Um, I'll cut that one out later. It's, 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 uh, I was just uh, digging in. Let me just uh, then move on uh, to... to uh, this is all really, really uh, great, Jean. So thank you for that. Um, I, this is very useful and, and it's, it's fascinating. Um, um, so um, I'll cut all of this out. <laughs> we go back to the, 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 the main uh, questions again. I, I, I wanted to ask you about... Uh, the sustainable development goals and um, I, I know you mentioned that you have uh, some goals set for 2025. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the sustainable development goals and, and what's happening at 3M? We are, first of all, we are a member of the United Nations Global Compact. We're a signatory of the UNGC. So we're very proud to be a part of that and member. Uh, we do report our progress, our communication on progress in our annual sustainability report, which comes out on May 9th this year. So you, there's a great opportunity there to take a look at the connections that we make. We've gone through the UNGC's SDGs and mapped that against our, um, our own sustainability goals and see a lot of strong connections. Um, and we really, um, as it turned out, it just was the way it worked out, but we had already established our 2025 goals when, before the SDGs came out. And then when the SDGs came out, we looked at the two together and found great connections. We were very happy about that, um, but it really helps us to drive, continue to support the goals and drive them through that. So we, we see strong connections and um, probably most our strongest connections might be around sustainable management of water. Uh, certainly we have a large, large array of products for water clean, for clean water, water filtration um, that is used in both in the home and industrial applications. We also connect very highly to sustainable consumption and production patterns. So what we do within our own operations to reduce energy to reduce water, to reduce waste is all connected there, particularly around uh, operations. We look at climate change, um, the SDG around climate change, our work to continue to reduce our greenhouse gas emissions and energy efficiency, map very closely to that. 
and protecting and promoting sustainable use of ecosystems. I mentioned before our work around forest management and uh, the policy we've put in place to define our values that we feel are important in our sourcing of paper, pulp and paper products. Those are just a few of those connections. I could go on for many more, but another one is um, around the diversity and um, gender equality and empowerment of women and girls. We have a sustainable, uh, one of our sustainability goals is around doubling the pipeline of diverse talent and management to build a diverse workforce. So there's a direct connection on that one. Um, so yeah, I could go on and on, but we, we're very pleased to see the connections that we've been able to establish between the sustainable development goals and our 2025 sustainability goals. That's great. That's great. And, and are you positive? Are you optimistic about the progress generally that corporates are making on the sustainability front? Um, you, 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 we discussed the various different drivers, certainly regulations being important and maybe the regulatory environment in the United States for some uh, foreseeable future is not what it was. Um, do you feel that there is a, a real commitment there to sustainability? I mean, what impresses you about, about, the, uh, about corporate uh, sustainability uh, initiatives? Certainly our peer companies have very strong sustainability programs. Um, and like us, they've set sustainability goals and mapped them to the SDGs. So at peer companies, we see the commitment and see the hard work. Uh, and, uh, and of course, every company has to decide for themselves what goals are relevant or material to their to the way they work and their customers that they serve. So I have no expectation that everyone's goals look alike. There's some that are certainly very similar. But each company has to make that decision for themselves. So you can tell from their goals which companies have done the hard work to really do a materiality study and really understand what goals are relevant for them. Um, but at the same time, a lot, of, uh, a lot of companies are really beginning their sustainability journey now. And we, we spend a lot of time talking with them about what we're doing and try to give give some support and ideas of the, of the path and the progress. Um, our, you know, our mission is to help bring everybody along, and that's something we want to do, is really share our sustainability story so that we can help others follow and do what they need to do that's relevant for them. Yeah, great. And uh, this podcast is certainly helping to clarify, uh, and, and, and uh, it's very interesting to get your perspective. Can you talk a little bit, maybe, uh, finally, about, the, about ethics? and uh, what that means at 3M, in, in, also in the context of some of the issues we've been discussing, certainly about sustainability and purpose. Ethics for 3M is, is based in our code of conduct. We have established a code of conduct that's really, um, it's not new, it's been part of our company for a very long time, and what we call 3M values. And those values really drive our performance, it drives our relationships with our customers, it drives our relationship with each other within the company. And so every decision we made is really referenced back to the code of conduct, which there are six aspects of that, which are quite simple. I'll, I'll read them to you there. Be good, be honest, be fair, be respectful, be accurate, and be loyal. And any decision that I have to make any, at any point in time, if I have a question in my mind, I go back to our, our values and our code of conduct. And when we're making those tough decisions, they're based, I just remember these six areas and think about how I, the decision I'm making is a part of that. And sometimes, I've, certainly in my own experience, I've been guided to making some tough decisions that may not have been uh, the most immediately financially beneficial, but what we have found that if we make the decisions on for the longer term benefit, then that will probably be the best decision for financially beneficial in the longer term also. So there are trade-offs, but um, we're guided by our values and our code of conduct to really help us make those decisions. And I know from my own experience in talking with senior level executives, uh, even in when we were showing them what our proposal was for the 2025 sustainability goals, knowing that these are going to be really tough goals. 
that we don't know how we're going to achieve all of these. There's some innovation required here sort of thing. But we were guided by our values and guided by who we are as a company and setting really tough goals that require innovation, uh, even though we don't know how to do it, is something that our senior level executives can understand and buy into. So I was really pleased that we were able to do that with our goals, but it firmly was rooted in our values. Great, great. You mentioned um, the the uh, focus, the the new goals that you're working on. Some that are more external focused. You also talked about, I think, uh, working on the supply chain, and uh, which is clearly a, a, a very uh, far-reaching, um, uh, geographically not least. Um, so w what would you say finally, looking forward uh, the rest of this year, um, uh, next couple of years, I, I know you have your goals for 2025. What, what's, what's on the horizon, Jean? Well, more uh, more immediately, as we've now analyzed our 2016 goals and where, uh, where we ended up at, at the close of 2016 in our progress, what we have found is that we've not met all of our goals, uh, particularly in some of the operational goals of waste reduction and water reduction. We didn't actually meet our goals. So you'll see that in our, our report that will be published here in, in a month. And um, in some ways, uh, you know, this is a new experience for 3M because we've always set goals that we could meet. And we're going to report not meeting goals. And actually for me, I think that that's kind of a good thing in a way because it shows that we really did set aggressive goals and that we, um, and we, and now requires the time to, okay, we didn't get there the first year, what do we need to do? And it really helps to focus the organization to say, okay, got to do something differently. It isn't going to be business as usual. What do we need to change? Who do we need to engage? How do we do this? So I, I think it's a good thing in a way that um, it gets attention um, and it really is going to show the drive and the commitment of our employees to go after these goals. Yes, the fight goes on and uh, to, to again and again to, to uh hit these goals and to 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 keep coming up with the goals as you say in, in a sense this has been a long journey and uh, uh, but it, it, it it's not over and and that uh, re reorienting for the next phase is is always challenging isn't it because you look back and you see some of the great things you've achieved but if, as you say when you've set uh, demanding targets it's uh, focuses the mind and, and, and focuses the energy of the organization i have no doubt but thank you so much jean for taking the time today to share your insights, experience, and all the great work that 3M has done uh, with the sustainability agenda. It's been a great uh, honor to talk to you. Thank you, Virgo. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Sustainability Agenda podcast. I hope you found it interesting. Please sign up at the sustainabilityagenda.com website or on iTunes to make sure you don't miss any future episodes.